Hello and welcome to PM3. Peace of mind, peace of mind, peace of me. I'm Julie and you're listening to a podcast where I help myself but could potentially help you along the way. So whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Or not, the choice is yours. Hey, so it's the morning after. Um, As I said before in the previous episode, we're talking about my King Encounter where, you know, unfortunately, I was going through it. You know, I, a demonic spirit, somebody tried to come for me and it really shook me up. So I'm just going to finish telling you guys about what happened and how things have changed. So yes, the morning after I woke up. I do want to apologize if you can hear my dog in the background. She has the zoomies right now, so she's running everywhere. So the morning after, I woke up, no insomnia, which I was so happy about. And I got to say, like, this happened January 2nd. So, like, January 3rd, I woke up, no insomnia. And today is April 12th for me right now. And so this day, I still have not experienced any insomnia. And glory to God. Like, y'all don't understand how bad, bad my insomnia was. It wasn't, (laughs) I I don't want to get too much into it. You know, I'm supposed to be vulnerable and transparent, but just know that it was really bad. And it's not, oh, can't sleep at night. It was much worse than that. Um, So, yeah. So, the morning after, no insomnia. But Monday, I was, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I want to say like that week, I was so vulnerable and emotional. It felt like my soul was exposed. Like the thing happened on Sunday, you know, my spirit felt shooken, shaken, whatever. But I just felt exposed and I cried Monday. I cried all day, all day. Like, I was just crying, and it wasn't, I wasn't scared, I just felt, I felt lonely, I felt confused, I just didn't understand. Um, Tuesday, the next day, same thing, I'm crying, but at that point, um, it was time for the kids to come back to school. Obviously, I can't sit in class crying in front of these kids, so I tried to hold my composure, but I was just very emotional, and just vulnerable though exposed I did message a friend of mine who said he went through the same thing like with like having a demonic spirit attack and he told me I mean that's literally the process you just feel vulnerable and just open and I was like okay I mean I guess this is just something I have to go through and it'll be over and that's what I kept praying for like I was like okay I can't wait for this to be over I don't know if it'll take a week or two weeks or a month or two months but god i can't wait for this to be over and like i wanted to call or talk to someone but i didn't know how or who to call because mind you who i who I, how i am with my friendships now i wasn't like that before i was very um i kept people at a distance i didn't expose much like it was very surface relationships And that's because of something that happened to me like seven years ago. I want to say about seven, eight years ago. 
where I was like, Ooh, I don't know about friendships no more. So I just started keeping people at a distance. And so, and then I've also grew up not telling people my business either. Either way, um, I didn't know who to call, who to, who to talk to. So I would just cry by myself. I remember um, Monday night, like the night after, next night after everything happened, I sat on the couch and I was listening to worship music and I was pouring my eyes out tears just crying and that's where um there's this thing i say which is worship while i weep so like even if i'm in a situation i'm going through stuff and i'm crying i'm gonna still praise the lord and worship him regardless so worship while i weep um but i will say even with what happened there are i've changed i've definitely changed and i do want to dig a little bit deeper with you all about how i've changed the first one is my vulnerability with the people who are close to me. Um, I'm, you know, I had some friendships with people who like, not even like friendships, I want to say close to sisters, you know, but it just, I kind of kept everyone at a distance. But now I'm embracing anyone who wants to be near, like, if you want to be my friend, let's be friends. You know, I'm embracing, I'm not being like, you know, ridiculous with just laying my business out everywhere. But I'm just being more open to friendships now, um, whether it be with my current friendships, whether it be new people, like it doesn't matter. I'm open to friendships, open to just talking to people. I'm such a, what do I, so here's what I do. I keep it short. Um, I barely respond to messages, phone calls. If you call me and you don't text me before you call me, I'm not picking up. Don't FaceTime me. Do not FaceTime me if you didn't set up something. I literally would get, and my sister would laugh at me all the time about this, but I would get anxiety. Like, as soon as I hear my phone ringing, the fear in my heart from just hearing my phone ring, like, oh my goodness, who wants to talk to me right now? Who is trying to call me? I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk to anyone. Like, please don't call me. I would legit get anxiety. And then when I realized it's not my phone, I'd be like, oh, thank God. Or when I saw it was just like spam or like a credit collection, I'd be like, oh, I'm good. But now um, I pick up phone calls. I extend phone calls. I reply to messages on time and not wait days. I text people and I check up on them. If I make a new friend, I, I talk to them. You know, I try to open up. Like, I realized when that situation was happening where I didn't know what to do or I was just lost, I needed to rely on, like, my spiritual friends, like, friends who are, like, my Christian friends who just pray for me. And it's like, you need friends. It's similar to this one story in the Bible. I don't remember um, where exactly it is. But when the man, he wanted to go see Jesus so that Jesus could heal him, but he couldn't walk. And he would lay in this like little, I don't know, this little bed thing. And he literally had his friends carry him on top of the roof. And then they were Jesus was able to see him. So it's like, yeah, you know, you take care of yourself, I guess. You know, it's you over everyone, okay. But you still need people. And I'm not, I'm not um, pushing people away like, Especially when it comes to Christian friends, I'm piling them up, piling them up. 
I am collecting them wherever I go. I need more and more Christian friends. Like if I have a question, I know I can ask them. If they have something they need, I know they can ask me. We can pray for each other. We can uplift each other. Like that's what I'm about now. The second thing that happened to me was a major spiritual growth. Major. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't think I could ever get to this point where I am. Like, I'm not where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I used to be. I have no fear. I ain't scared of a thing. Like, not a thing. Jesus really, really came through. Like, I'm telling you, when I was on that floor crying my eyes out, all I could think of was the name of Jesus. That's it. That's all I could think of. Like, wow, Jesus, you covered me you protect me don't don't get me wrong you know I had people praying for me but at the end of the day who was near me whose presence that I feel no one's but the Lord and so just knowing that God got my back like legit vengeance is his says the Lord and so I don't have to worry about things no matter what happens to me I'm secure in my faith where I know well this must be something I gotta learn Oh, well, we're going to learn whatever it is and keep it moving. God's not going to let me fall. And even if I do fall, it's not going to be without purpose. You know, I'm a child of God. God is here. God guides me. He protects me. He leads me towards the path of righteousness. So, okay, maybe something happens. All right. My faith may be tickled a little bit, but my faith will not be challenged. I'll say, Wow, God, this is a little tough, but um, show me what I need to learn here so we can move on because I'm tired. Like, simple things like that. Like, no matter what, I'm going to still pray during it. I'm going to still worship. I'm going to never say, well, God abandoned me or God left me down this, that, and the third. Nah, because <clears throat> being a Christian and being a follower of Jesus, you're going to go through some things. You can, and that's the thing I feel like. A lot of new baby Christians experiences where they think coming to God is, ooh, we're going to be running through fields of flowers. And it's going to be milk and honey. That's not the case. That is far from the case. When you are following God, just know that you're going to go through some things. You will. Think about it. Like, let's say for the, en- the enemy, for example, if you rocking with the enemy, you think he going to bother you? You're his. You're good. You're like, oh, life is going great. Nothing's affecting you. Yeah, because the enemy ain't bothering you because you on his side. But when you with the Lord, that's when temptation want to come through. Lies want to come through. All types of people want to come and attack you. That's when you know, okay, I'm with God because I'm getting a lot of like adversary from people things whatever that's when you know okay i'm 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 definitely rocking with god so i say that to say like i don't care what comes my way what happens how i feel i told you guys in a um previous podcast previous episode i mean them feelings be careful with them because they'll have you on your face be careful with those like it's faith over feelings faith over fear Faith over failure, none of that stuff's in my vocabulary, like my faith in the Lord. And another thing that helps is that knowing this is not the end all for me. 
Like, you know, I'm on earth or whatever, and I'm a, I'm a chill. Hey, you know, if I enjoy some things, like if I, you can have happiness on earth. Remember, there's a difference between happiness and joy. Joy comes from the Lord. Happiness is just a brief moment or something. So you can have happiness in the world, but when your joy comes from the Lord, it don't matter what happens here. Don't matter because no matter what. <clears throat> I'm going to die, close my eyes, and open it up. And this won't be the end. There will be more. This is like a like a 2% of your life this time on earth. And then the rest of it is in either eternal life or, you know, the other thing. Other things that has happened. Um, I read my Bible more often. Like, I read my Bible every day now. In the morning, I dedicate, I wake up 30 minutes earlier than I usually, than I have to, so that I can dedicate the time I read my Bible. I pray. Um, if I'll, Sometimes I'll write, sometimes I won't. Sometimes I have like spiritual books that I'll read at nighttime before I go to sleep. Um, this new thing I do is I have prayer lists. So every month I'll have a new prayer list. Sometimes I'll ask people like, hey, do you have any prayer requests? And I'll put it on my list. Or I'll just be praying for you and you won't even know it. Like I'll see something and I'll be like, oh, I'm going to pray for this person this month. So every month I have my prayer list and every night before I go to sleep, I pray. I fast at least twice a month. <clears throat> Sometimes if I could do more, I will. But I fast twice a month. Um, I'm in worship all the time. All the time. All the time. I'm always listening to my worship music. I listened to podcasts before this experience happened, but now that's like all I do. Like I used to listen to podcasts, I'd say once or twice a week, like sermons, I mean, once or twice a week. But now I listen to about four or five sermons a week, sometimes more. Honestly, I'm always looking for more sermons to listen to and I'm starting to share the gospel more. I don't know about y'all, um, if you have experience with sharing the word of God or just sharing Christian love. I've always had an issue with doing it because I don't know how to. I never want to throw Christianity down someone's throat to the point where it pushes them away. So I've just been kind of quiet about how I share it. But now I'm more expressive in how I share the gospel and I've also learned to kind of do it in more of a gent gentler I can't say that word in a more gentle way um and I take the example of Jesus like when he came he wasn't just saying you need to do this that, and the third like Jesus met people where they were at he tried to speak to them in the way that they would understand and also Jesus always spread love and so that's what I do I spread love now I spread forgiveness, like I try to uplift people, encourage others. I just try to do what Jesus has done for me. I try to do what I know will please the Lord, like just trying to do my part. All in all, I am glad that it happened. It was tough, very tough, but it God took what the enemy meant for evil and turned it for good. So I am definitely grateful for it happening. Um, there's pain and there's purpose in pain. That's also something I've learned is that there is purpose in pain. 
So you may be going through something. You're like, oh my goodness, what is going on? Baby, look for the purpose in it. Why has God placed you in this position? Or maybe you place yourself in it. And even when you place yourself in some situations, God can still teach you something from it. So there is purpose in every pain that you experience. Um, the dog park situation. I was, I ain't gonna lie, I didn't go back to the dog park. I guess I was scared. I don't know. Was I scared? I was talking to a friend of mine. And we are talking about the experience. She's also one of the ones I reached out to the day it happened. And I was telling her I've never been to the dog park since then. And she goes, do you think that there's something else tied to that? And I was like, huh, I don't know. Was there? Um, so exactly three months after it happened. And it's so funny, the day we talked about it, it had been 12 weeks since it happened. So that same day, your girl went to the dog park. And let me tell you, my anxiety, my heart was beating, palms sweating. I just was like, ugh. I went to a dog park, though. And as I was walking in, I'm praying. Like, I'm praying. I went inside. I sat the same place that I sat before. I was listening to my worship music. And then I stood up and I read Psalms 91 out loud. And then I prayed again and then I sat and let my dog run around that was my first day back the second day I went back was a little better and then by the third time I was Gucci I still pray though every time I go I do still pray because the image of it kind of reminds me but I'm okay so that's all that matters It is scripture time, my favorite time of this episode, of all episodes, honestly. So today I'm going to be reading Psalm 125, verse 1 and 2 in the NIV version. It says, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be shaken, but endures forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people, both now and forevermore. Um, I mean, I picked this verse because when I read it, it kind of just hit me like, oh, yeah, I like this. Like, you trust in the Lord. You cannot be shaken, but you endure forever. And that's how I am currently walking. And that's how I want to continue walking. You know, like, I want to trust in the Lord no matter what happens. Like, I'm going to trust in the Lord and then the part where it says the Lord surrounds his people both now and forevermore. Like from yes, he the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. Like I know God surrounds me. God got me. I, tr I trust in him. Like my father is not going to let harm come my way, you know? Yeah, things might come near me, but they're not going to harm me. And I just, I love that. I, I really do. I love knowing that God is he's literally my savior. He's my comforter. He's my healer. Like, he's my everything. And I rest in that. It gives me confidence. It gives me so much joy. So, so much joy. Like, so much joy. I just love, I love God. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it further other than that. I love God. 
the feeling that I have in my heart, the peace that I experience being with him. I want to be at his feet at all times, at all times. I, you know, if I had some oil or some perfume and I use my hair to like just wash and rub Jesus' feet, like I just want to be with Jesus. I want to be underneath him. So that is why I really do like this verse. I hope that the verse could like speak to you guys in such a way can help restore maybe a little bit of lack of faith you may have had or just help to console you. And anyway, the word of the God, a word of God is a living word and it speaks to you, but you got to listen. Um, thank you again for just listening to my story. I, I'm glad I'm able to share it. I hope that in some way, shape or form, someone is able to take something from this that it can help them. Or maybe you've been through something similar or maybe you've had a demonic spirit attack you, but it was a different situation. Um, if you want to talk about it or if you just want to share, like definitely hit me up on my socials. Thank you again for listening and I will see you or you'll hear me on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to My Truth. Hope you were able to take something out of today's episode. If you haven't yet, hit the subscribe button so you can be notified of new episodes. And if you can, share this podcast with someone that could benefit from it. Looking forward to connecting with you all soon. And cut.